0: To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Please stand clear of the doors. For we invite you to you it the Disney World. We so invite you to the Disney World. You know this time when in this week, your door is Hello
1: and welcome to Miles from Main Street, your Far From Disney podcast. My name is Mikhailo. And I'm Brian. And we're here to talk about Disney World. But especially coping away from Disney. Which we know a lot about being from the Midwest. So today on Miles from Main Street, we are going to talk about those Disney tips that you hear from people that we don't always do. Uh, these are things that we hear from other Disney vloggers and people who like to give Disney tips but they're just things that we tend not to do, or, or maybe we even disagree with. Uh, I know there's a couple of tips that I hear constantly from people, uh, that I just would never, ever do on my vacation.
0: I definitely have my opinions and I know you do too. So what are you cooking up over there?
1: Yeah, there's, I mean, there's just some that are, that I think are kind of silly. Um, and I think this first one that we're about to talk about is one that we both completely agree with. And that is leaving the park to go back to your hotel to take a nap or something. Uh, and I just think that that's ridiculous. Not like how, like, like how it's like, it's like completely crazy. Like maybe, maybe your, um, a parent and your child has like nap time, like I'll watch, um, old Tim tracker videos where they would literally do this, where they would go back and they would, um, put their kid down because he has to nap. That's like that. I would understand that is that See, That sounds pretty normal. Like if you have a a child that has a sleep schedule that like is in the middle of the day, then of course go back to your hotel and, and let them take a nap. But if you're if you have a family and you're a grown adult and you have kids and they're teens and stuff like that, you just you don't need to do that. You don't need to go back to the hotel and hang out. Um, and I'll tell you why. You're going to be spending so much time getting to transportation, getting transported to your hotel, getting settled into your hotel, and then doing that whole process over again. Like you're going to be spending. Anywhere, anywhere between two to three hours, just doing this alone. So that's just—I don't know. For me, that's just time away from the parks. I understand that that some people do need breaks. Uh, you can easily take a break at the park. You can you can sit down and have lunch. You can sit down and grab a drink. There are plenty of places in the parks to just kind of take a rest. But you're just it's just takes so much time to do all of these things to utilize the transportation, to actually like get yourself back to the hotel. That it's just, a, it's a bunch of waste of time. Like it's, it's just a huge waste of time to do something like this. Um, now I do understand why people say this a lot it's because Disney can be overwhelming and you do a lot of walking at Disney and it's just a lot to do. So I understand that, like you might need a break in the middle of the day, but plan that into your park day. You don't have to leave the park to take a break at the park. Uh, you don't have to like completely bring your park day to a screeching halt just to get back to your uh, hotel. So that's kind of what I what I always think about this. And the funny thing is, people use this as a tip everywhere like i hear this tip constantly from all kinds of disney people um and just whenever i hear it i'm just like that's craziness i would never waste that much time just getting back to the hotel to hang out for a little bit or like take a nap it's like there's so many other things i could be doing with that time
0: right and I completely agree with this one as well, because again, it's time wasted. Time's money. You're going to hear that from people all the time. And I know that the first few trips I took, and now even today, if I take trips, I'm trying to slow down and not worry about how much I'm getting done. But it's still time is money. If I'm not in the park, that's that's time wasted. That's money mm-hmm. wasted. Um, so coming from a parent that has done trips with smaller kids. Um, the first trip I took my kids on, we did not take a stroller with us, but we ended up renting a stroller. And it was a, you know, the bigger stroller, the double stroller that they rent. Um, and we could not have made it through those parks without it. Um, so everyone's going to tell you to take a break in the middle of the day, but they're also going to tell you to rent the stroller for your kids. Um, I think those are contradictory tips because to rent a stroller, that's another $25 for the day if you're paying Disney prices. Right. And then you're also going to leave for a while. You know, that's even more money wasted in my, in my opinion. Um, So here's how I found things worked for me. My kids were too excited for naps. Just too excited. Too much went on. Um, you know, when we had my 3-year-old there, it was, oh, it's getting close to nap time. Let's get her to take a nap. And you would kind of see her getting a little tired. Um, and what we would end up doing is kind of it's just putting her in her stroller. She always was one that would sleep well in her in her stroller, and we would put her in her stroller and we would walk around um, and she would kind of start falling asleep, but she never would. If I was to try to take her back to a room at some point and get her to lay down, it's not happening. It's not happening. There's too much excitement outside of that room that, she's aware, that she would be aware of, that she's not going to settle down. I have a better chance of that happening in that stroller. Every kid's different and every, every parent is different, so you guys have to judge that on your own. But for me, we found it better and easier to just let her pass out when she was ready. Um, on that trip with a three-year-old, that, that happened to be around dinner time, <laughs> which <laughs> isn't the best time, because we had wonderful experiences that we were at. But, you know, she would fall asleep, and then... We would, we would wake her up if we'd need to. Um, I know that she missed the Halloween fireworks during the party one night because she passed out, at, and it was 10 o'clock at night. You know, there's not much I can do about that. But at least you're still in the park. At least you're still getting everything out of it that you can. Now, this tip, I, I, I always feel like I have to warn people when I give tips because... You know, Mikailo and I are the type to rope drop and go to close. Like we're going hard that entire time; we don't stop. So, you know, take that, take all all of that with a grain of salt because that's how we do our day. But I found instead of wasting three hours to go back to the hotel and try to take a break, I'd rather stay in the park, find some air conditioning here and there. You know, find your meal breaks find the time to get that downtime but not waste three hours outside the park and you know if you're getting on a monorail if you're getting on a boat if you're getting you know even on a bus you don't know what's going to happen any one of those pieces of transportation could break down and you're stuck you're um you could have no problem getting back to your room And it's time to, you want to head back to the park. So you head over to the bus and you could end up sitting there for an hour waiting for a bus. And then it's a half an hour to the park and another 20 minutes, you know, another 15 minutes to get through the turnstile. You know, things like that can happen with transportation. Is it really worth the headache? I hate having to wait in those lines for transportation. My kids go insane. Like it, it's just, they just do. So usually, and usually it's because it's the end of the day and we're tired. That's when I don't like standing in that line, but (laughs) it's just part of what's going to happen. Um, So I, I really think, you know, planning your day out better with how your kid's going to react, whether it's letting them just pass out when they pass out, or if it's, um, you know, finding a time, a quiet place to go. Um I don't know if there is an age limit to using those baby care centers, but I think if you have a smaller child and you want to go in there for 20 minutes and let them chill out, go in there and let them chill out for a little bit. I doubt they're going to kick you out. It's Disney, you know, they're going to you, you say, "Hey, we just need 20 minutes to take a break." I don't think they're going to worry about that at all. Um so, I, you know, I completely agree. I think taking a break back at your hotel is, is a weird thing to do. I don't like that. Now, if you want to go have a meal at, say, um, the Contemporary, when you're at the Magic Kingdom, you know, that that's fine. Go ahead and do that. I think that, like, any of those um, resorts on the monorail loop, you can monorail pretty quick, and if that thing goes down, it's not a far walk. You can grab a, a boat. There's going to be other options there, and the, and dealing with the transportation there is not going to be hard. But if you're trying to go back to the All Star Resort, you know that's the one of the fur- furthest resorts to go to. So you're spending a good half hour, forty five minutes of drive time, just to get over there much less having to wait for hotels, having to walk. I mean, that's a big hotel, the all-star area. That's a big resort, having to walk back to your room. Um, you know, that's a lot of energy expended that you could just sit down and relax in the park. People watch, you know, if you're at Magic Kingdom, go see Mickey's Magic, get, get yourself some air conditioning, you know, all those good things. So I think there's a lot better tips then take a break.
1: Yeah. I, and I totally agree. And I was really happy that you're able to kind of give us that insight of doing this with a child and the different things that you can do. Um, Cause that's just not something that I have um, expertise with.
0: Yeah. And the other thing I was going to mention is that um, if you can do it, take your own stroller um, for one You'll have it at the resorts so they can ride in there at the end of the day and you don't have to carry them. I mean, carrying them across an all-star resort is one of the worst things you have to do. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, having it outside of a park is wonderful, but also the kids are used to that stroller and it's going to be a lot more comfortable than those plastic ones. So when it comes time for them to pass out, they'll be comfortable. They'll be happy passing out they'll be, it'll be a little easier for them to take that nap that you want them to take. So, um, you know, we flew it, we, when we flew with, um, our stroller, we were able to take it straight through security, went up to the gate, said, we need to check this. Um, they put a tag on it and we go to our seat. And then when we come off the plane, it's sitting there waiting for us. We can throw the kid right into the stroller and off we go. So, it's, you know it was very very convenient to fly with with a stroller so I definitely would recommend taking your own if you can
1: nice yeah that's that's definitely all very good to hear again I just have zero experience with that because I have no children um but uh this this next this next one uh I think it's pretty relevant to anybody. Um, I know some people who do have kids do this a lot uh because this could mean a lot to them but it also with disney adults people do this too but the next one we're going to talk about is saving a spot for for the fireworks and i can i know right now people are screaming into their devices like are you kidding i have to see the fireworks from the hub or i have to see the fireworks from here um, and, and I agree, like if that's something that you need to do, that is, that's going to make your vacation go right ahead. Um, this is just not something I've ever needed to do. Um, and I, I know, um, this, this is one that, that maybe Brian and I are going to have differences of opinion on. Um, but it's just for me, I just, it's never really mattered. I, most of the time, I'm running up to wherever I can get to, to watch the fireworks. Um, And a lot of this comes down to um, if, if we really want to just kind of sum up this entire podcast for me, uh, I just don't waste time. (laughs) I just don't waste any time at the parks. Not that like what I like, what you could be doing is wasting time. I am just running from thing to thing i've I've said that before and I will say it over and over again um, but that's just kind of what I do so uh, I've never really had a problem with just kind of like live and let live like wherever I end up watching the fireworks from that's where I end up watching the fireworks from um i've i've I can say I've never watched fireworks before and been like oh this kind of sucked over here it's and i think that's that's a testament to disney where it's just kind of wherever you are um like there's not really a terrible vantage point um and so that's something to to think about um when cuz i mean honestly i've seen people sit for 3 hours to um be able to watch the fireworks from a certain area and that's one thing that I've never done. So, so maybe I'm completely off. Maybe watching the fireworks from these areas is just life changing, and I just haven't done it yet. But I've always been totally fine with where I've been watching the fireworks. I think the only time I've ever actually sat um, in an area to watch a fire, the fireworks for a certain uh, or extended amount of time uh, was Illuminations. And that was because we sat ourselves like right in the middle um, of the lagoon and watched out. We had we had a fireworks shoot out from right in front of us. That was that was pretty cool. But I mean, we didn't really sit there for too long, um, especially with illuminations. And now it's going to be um, the other. I can't even rem- remember what it's Harmonious. called. Harmonious. Um, And I mean that, that lagoon again, like there's not really like a terrible place to stand unless you're just like mobbed by a bunch of people, which can happen. But it's just, uh, just not something that is super high on my list of, of just needing to get that place. Uh, now this also goes along with parades. I'm not someone who will sit and watch parades. I will enjoy a parade if I'm around it and I'm walking by it. Uh, and this could probably stem to the amount of parades I've done with drum corps and marching bands. So I might be a little scarred from those experiences, (laughs) but, uh, I just, again, I'm just not the type of person who will sit and just like, wait for something to happen at Disney. I feel like I always need to kind of be going and like in control of like what's going on. Um, Sometimes to to a bad extent, where like I'll just kind of like hop over stuff if um, I'm having to wait for too long for something to happen, like food or or a ride or something like that. But again, it's just for me. I'm just not doing this. This is not something that that I will do. Uh, not something that I will waste my time on. Um, is sitting and, and waiting for these things to happen.
0: Yeah, and I. You know, I've never really sat for a parade. Um, I guess, uh, okay, so it's day 1,722 since we've had a nighttime parade. I don't know the actual number, but it's been a long time. Um, But I have camped out and waited for the the electrical light parade. Oh, yeah. the, The night parade. And that is one of my favorite memories, sitting... Um, front row for the parade in the hub and had both kids on my lap as the parade goes by and having those cast members come up and interacting with my kids Um, I will never forget that memory now that's just something that we did at that time Um, the daytime parade I've never had as big of a thought like wow this is a really cool parade I really need to sit down for it um i just like it's big floats with characters on them i'm not that impressed that and that's me i mean i know there're plenty of you out there that love the parades and i and i just i'm glad that you do because you know everyone loves something different and disney's so good at us loving everything now parade comes by i'm going to watch it because it is cool I'm going to interact with the characters as they go by because it's fun. Um, but I don't find myself stopping and being like, oh, it's 2.45. We need to, you know, get to this parade. Um, there, I know my wife has said, hey, the parade's coming up and it's right over here. Why don't we stop and watch it? You know, she would love it. He would love it, whatever. And we do. Um, And I'll tell you what, those parades, every single time I've gone up to watch a parade, um, I have done it and I've seen other people do it. If there are adults near the front, they will slide back and let the kids go up. So if you walk up there and you're four people deep, tell your kid, hey, slide on up to the front so you can see. And those adults will get out of the way. As long as they're respectful, as long as they're saying, excuse me, could I come up there? You're not going to have any issue. And those people are going to let those kids because everyone understands at Disney that these kids need to enjoy it, too. Right. Um, So that knowing that as well, like there's no reason to hold a spot for a parade. Um, I've been four or five rows back and interacted with Donald Duck because he liked my shirt you know um actually hated my shirt because i had mickey mouse on it that's what it was (laughs) (laughs) um so anyway uh going back to fireworks i have a love hate with this tip (laughs) Mm -hmm. um i have waited for fireworks and i have not waited for fireworks the Halloween party and now this is the Halloween party from 2016 crowds were not increasing too much yet um they were it was more than the the first time I did the Halloween party but we kind of lost track of time and we were behind the castle at about 10 to 10 5 to 10 like i was like oh shoot fireworks about to start and we zipped it around the um the castle and i pulled up to an open spot and we stayed right there and watched from right there and it was great wonderful spot um we were in we were in kind of like the road that goes around the hub Mm -hmm. so it wasn't a bad spot it was a little closer than i would have liked actually but it um it was good now first time i did the halloween party we had a cast member friend tell us to stand in the hub near the partner statue and that blew my mind because it was the Hallowishes, Halloween, the fireworks show for Hallowishes and at that time they had like 360 degree fireworks at the mm. finale so I'm standing in the hub and all these fireworks go blowing off all around me and I kind of lost it because I had never had an experience like that <laughs> And it was just incredible. So ever since then, it's been, I need to be in the hub for fireworks. Um, I have not waited any more than maybe an hour. Two years ago when we did it, um, we got, you know, like about an hour ahead of time, we got over to the hub, plenty of room, found a spot to sit for that hour. And then here's the thing, you might find a place to sit. That's not necessarily going to be the space you're in when the show starts because 10, 15 minutes before showtime, they're going to say, everybody stand up. And then if you don't move, people are going to move and fill in that space. Um, it fits more people in when you're standing and it's safer because people are going to be walking around. And if there are people sitting on the ground, they're going to trip because it's entirely dark when they, start fireworks they shut off all the lights so don't be you know don't be set on where you do end up saving that spot because it's not going to be your spot um but you know i've seen this recommendation on um all ears and i've you know save a spot an hour ahead of time have some friends go grab snacks so if you plan to do it that way, like this is meal time, while you're saving your spot, so be it. You know you've you're sa- saving an hour. You send someone to grab a churro. You send someone to grab some nachos. You know you just kind of. It's a different kind of meal that you can do if you wanted to save a spot. But like I said, I go back and forth. I've walked up and watched fireworks at the last second, and I've saved a spot for an hour. So. <laughs> Um, I think you can do it either way. It really depends on the experience you want. Like you said, where do I really want to watch them from? You know, do I want to watch them from wherever I can get a spot? The cool thing now is that with the new show, and I mean, we keep talking with fireworks. I keep talking about Magic Kingdom, right? The neat thing is those projections are going to go down Main Street. So, what? How is that going to change the experience? Can I stand by the train station and still get a, you know, a really cool experience out of it? Because right now, with happily ever after, you have to be in the hub to really understand what's going on, see everything, um, or at least in that vicinity. Um, it's just, it's going to be a game changer having those uh, projections like that at disneyland i noticed the current show that they have right now not only do they put the projections up on sleeping beauty's castle but they also put them on um it's a small world mm. so you can watch from both spots and see the fireworks and see the projections um and the video I was watching with that they said go watch it at small world because the crowd is less um so while we're on fireworks i'll just throw in this last tip don't be in a hurry to get out of there after fireworks because everyone else is. And it's going to be a stampede of cattle trying to get out of the park. Um, I have heard so many people tell me that that ruined their entire trip because of just too many people, too hectic, too crazy. Last time I did fireworks, we stood in our spot where we were for another five minutes, maybe might not even have been that long park was still open we ran over to space mountain rode space mountain and walked out to an empty park don't be in a hurry to leave if the park is still open have a great time if it's not open take your time leaving they're not going to rush you out of there go go shopping um you know find find something to do don't just Everyone's going to be heading to those buses. You're either going to be standing in line there, or you could be standing in line doing a ride. So I just thought I'd throw that tip in there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I use that tip all the time, uh, constantly. Uh, That's a really good tip. Um, So uh, moving on to the next one. Um, This is one that I hear people talk about all the time, but this is also one... um, that I do pe- hear people talk about the latter, where it's, uh, this isn't a good tip and here's why. Um, so we'll just kind of quickly run through this cause I think we've talked about this before. Uh, and that's the free dining plan. Some people swear by it. Some people think it's a complete ripoff. Um, and what it really comes down to is understanding how many points you have and understanding how to use those points. Uh, the, the tip that people usually give for this is if you know that you're going to be eating a lot and that you're going to be dining at some pretty high level places that you like, you're going to be uh, eating the steak and you're going to be eating the lobster for almost every meal, most likely you'll come out ahead at by some nominal fee. Um, but if you if you're going to be doing quick service sometimes and like you're not going to be eating snacks and stuff like that, uh, most likely you're going to be spending more money than you would if you just bought everything outright. Um, so that's that's the big tip that that people give for free dining. Um, we hear it all the time, people. You need to go to the parks during free dining. Um, that's I mean I I don't think I've ever utilized free dining before. Um, if it is something that's lumped into your room that you can get, that would be something you feel like you could utilize, go ahead and utilize it. However, most of the time when they're giving free dining, there's also some sort of discount that you can use instead of free dining towards your room. So, um, it, I get it's again, it's, it's up to you. And that's a lot of what, what we're talking about right now is, is you can completely disregard what we're saying sometimes and do your own thing. If it's something that you enjoy and you feel like, um, really pertains to you, d- to you. Uh, so it's really up to you whether or not you really want to use all of these points on the dining plan. Um, and you feel like you're getting enough out of it. Um, that's, that's great. But, um, if it was up to me, and I was choosing between dining plan and a discount on a room, I would a hundred percent take the discount on the room.
0: So we should probably say that Disney has said they will be bringing back a dining plan. Um, This is the first autumn season that we have not seen free dining. Um, Well, I guess last year was with the reopening, but I mean, this year seems to be a little bit more of a normal type of year where we got higher, better capacity. But anyway, that side, um, they don't like to offer free dining. And if you were to look historically at the free dining deals, the dates that they offered for have dwindled more and more. And it's always been when is free dining, when is free dining, when is free dining. Um and I, you know, like you said, let, let, only quickly, and I'll, I'll, I won't ramble too long, but um, if it's two of you in a room, free dining is not saving you any money because it's about $80 a day, I believe. Um, and if you think you're going to eat that much food, you're probably not going to eat that much food. <laughs> 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 um if it's six of you in a room, free dining is probably going to save you some money. But the important thing is to sit down and do the math, figure it out, figure out what your costs are, figure out what you would be saving by getting free dining versus not having free dining. Because like you said, Michaela, you're getting a discount on the room. And if you don't, because what they'll do is they offer free dining, but they'll also offer a 25% off the room deal. You can't use both, you can get one or the other. So if you can save on your room and it's just the two of you, you're going to probably save more that way. If you can get free dining on six people, five or six people, whatever it might be, you might be saving there. Um, I was having this discussion with my wife actually uh, as we were talking about. Um, the show tonight and for my wife and i we we will go and we might get an appetizer and then split an entree and i and maybe i've told this story on the show before we went to big river brewing company which is on the boardwalk and we um we ordered the meatloaf and we said we're just gonna split it we we're sitting at the bar And they brought out two plates of of the meatloaf dinner, and they set it down in front of us. And I said, oh, we're going to split it. And he said, yeah, we split it for you already. And it was was a slice and a half of the meatloaf sitting on potatoes with green beans next to it. Like, think about that. Three slices, and they weren't like some thin little slice of meatloaf. These were thick slices of meatloaf. (laughs) Okay? So if you were on dining plan you get an appetizer you get a three slice of meatloaf mashed potatoes and um and a vegetable plus your dessert. Everyone gets that
1: mm-hmm.
0: on the dining plan. You're going to eat that <laughs> every meal? I can't do that. So you know my wife and I were able to split meals we saved so much money doing that. Um, really think about how much you're going to eat versus what you're going to spend and what you, you know, how, how that would work out for you. Mm -hmm. It's just with anything, do the math.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, This is, this is one that pops up every so often. Um, And I do feel like people are kind of people at this point now understand that like, you got to do the math. It may not be right for you. Um, The one thing I will say is that, People people sometimes like it because they're used to um like cruise type things where uh they've already paid for everything. Um they paid for the hotel, they've paid for their dining, and there's really nothing else they really had to pay for, kind of like all inclusive type things. So that's that's one reason why you might really enjoy this, is because you just you don't have to worry about paying for all of, all of these extra things, you kind of played it, paid it for for everything up front and you know how much you've spent. And now you just kind of go and enjoy yourself. Um, so I understand that. So there, there are kind of like different reasons why this exists and different reasons why some people like it, some people don't. Um, but I understand. And, and I think kind of like normal Disney people, um, like Disney adults, Uh, we'll kind of give you both sides anyways, because we all, we all kind of know what it's about. Um, Now, our last one we're going to talk about, and this is one that um, I just think it's kind of weird. And maybe it's like the inner child in me kind of coming out and saying like, what? No, like, why why would you do that? Uh, But that is, I've heard people talk about this tip before, uh, not too often, Um, But I've, I've heard it from several sources, so it's definitely a tip, but that's buy kids merch before you get to the parks. Now I understand why you would think this is a good idea because you can find pretty much the same Disney merch on Amazon online on in other places for way, way cheaper than in the parks. Like there's definitely a parks markup. And it's pretty high. So I completely understand money-wise why you would think this is a good idea. However, the inner child in me is screaming, saying, no, I want this. (laughs) That's just, I, I, maybe it's because I'm a child at heart. Maybe it it was because I was a child for so long, (laughs) but just, I, I, couldn't see myself as a child like my parents pulling out a mickey out of a backpack and handing me it and me being like yeah but there's a mickey over here i want this one there's just something about finding something on your trip buying it from the park bringing it home and then looking at it every day and thinking oh yeah i bought this from that gift shop and that was really fun because this was a really fun trip I just feel like it wouldn't mean as much if like my parents were pulling stuff out of backpacks and saying, Oh, we have this for you. It's like, cool. That's like, I'm glad that you're giving me something, but it's kind of like the thought behind it behind what you're getting is like, and like the experience of going into a gift shop or coming off of a ride and seeing something in that gift shop and saying, this is really cool. I would like this. Like there, when you think about it, there are a ton. There is there is a ton of merchandise that is not Disney specific at all in these in these merchandising shops. Like if you go to some place like Everest, like like Expedition Everest, that gift shop is filled with random crap. Um, it's the same thing at a bunch of other um, rides, and so. Like you, you just find these things and they mean a lot more when you buy them in the moment. Um, And you're not always going to find these things online and you never, you never know what's going to mean a lot to you or your kid. Um, So I've, I I don't know, I have a hard time with this one. Um, And a lot of it kind of stems from how I think I would feel as a child being handed something that wasn't from Disney that like, wasn't, wasn't from the experience I was having right here. It was from my parents from a backpack. Um, maybe, maybe I wouldn't know that maybe, uh, if kids are young enough that they kind of don't really understand what's going on and you can pull something out and they'll be happy about it. That's cool. Um, I don't know. I just don't think that I would treasure what I'm getting from Disney as much as I would if it was something I had found and decided I wanted to buy. Now that could be coming from the way that I function at Disney now, because uh, I have adult money, and I can go and buy the things that I want. Um, and I know that that these things do mean a lot to me, and I, I tend to put them up in um, where I live and they mean a lot to me and i look at them and i think hey i bought this here and i was having a great time uh, but i do feel like kids kind of their their brains can function that same way and depriving them of um that connection to something um seems kind of weird to me
0: and my my kids have done that they've said they've come across that item However, it might be that they come across it and say, Dad, do you remember when you got this for me? Do you remember how we did this, that, the other thing? It's a great way to relive those. Now, obviously, you can get some of those same reactions out of that Mickey you pull out of a backpack. Um, But I feel like it's going to create more arguments than less as well. (laughs) But, Dad, look at this over here but mom they have this really cool thing over here why do i I don't want that i want this instead Mm -hmm. um and so i think you know if you're going to disney world most you know a lot of people it's their once in a lifetime type of thing you need to you need to budget in souvenirs it just has to happen Mm -hmm. um it's not like you're going to a six flags. It's not like you're going to that local water park hotel. You're going to Disney world and you need to get that t-shirt. You need to get that plush, whatever it, it might be. I mean, when I go with my kids, I say, how much can we afford to give them? Um, you know, my younger kids, I control the money. My older kids, I gave them gift cards said, here you go. This is what you get. Um, and then they can buy it if it, if they aren't with me or they can buy it when I am with them, whatever it might be. But, um, you know, it's important to budget that money in and figure out what, you know, just, you know, one time my, my son loves avatar and he had to get the Banshee and he, it was the last park we went to. So he went that whole week waiting until he could get that Banshee. And, I mean, that thing is like gold to him. So, <laughs> you know, he he really understood, you know, he would say, oh, I really like this thing. And we'd say, okay, but you've also want that Banshee. And, we, you know, and there's a lesson there to, for them to learn too. Like you only have so much money and you have to, you know, you have to figure out what you want. Um, so, yeah, I would agree. I, I think that you can maybe get away with the, uh, well, here's a Mickey Mouse. Here and there, if you want to try it, um, I think you can get away with it, but don't think you don't have to buy any souvenirs then it's, it's going to happen. You have to. (laughs) For sure.
1: And, and even, even as an adult, I know the last time I went with my brother, he had his heart set on something and basically just kind of, we, we waited to go find it somewhere and he was super excited. Um, He actually, the sad part is, is he, he ended up not finding it. Um, anywhere he was, I think he was looking for a certain type of baby Yoda that um, was sold out pretty much everywhere. Um, so I mean, Gro-go. that's kind
0: of yeah, Grogu. That not, Grogu not baby Yoda. <laughs> I
1: will call it baby Yoda for as long as I want to. Um, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, this this even applies for adults. It's it's that same thing. Um, but yeah that's 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 another kind of weird one that that i will hear people talk about and just think to myself if i was a child how would i feel about instead of getting stuff from these gift shops and and because especially because they're everywhere like you're there there's no possible way of going to disney and not accidentally stepping into a gift shop There, like that's not possible (laughs) um but yeah, I just I just always thought that 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 was kind of a weird tip. Like I understand the thought behind it. Um Disney's expensive, Mer- the merch is expensive. You can find it um for less expensive other places, but it just I just don't think I could ever do that as as a parent. Um I, and just kind of like take away those those memories. Um even just as as myself, like I would never <laughs> I would never buy myself Disney stuff just to like have for in Disney. Um, it's just, just kind of a weird tip. And I, I feel like I've heard that several places anyways. Um, those are our anti tips. Um, the tips that, that we don't completely agree with or tips that we don't, um, usually do. Uh, but what are yours? Uh, what are your tips that, um, you don't follow or some tips that you that you've heard before that you think are are kind of off or kind of weird let us know um we're we're on facebook we're on instagram um where else are we brian
0: those are pretty much it facebook and instagram <laughs> we got the community right we're in the community mm-hmm. and we've got uh so miles from main street you'll find us out there uh whether it's a group or or the page and Instagram, we're at Miles from Main Street. Um, you know, you got my tips motor going now. I just want to start spouting all the tips <laughs> um, as we keep talking. I keep thinking of more things I want to add to the tips that you should be following. Um, so I would love to ramble on about it, but we've we've filled a lot of time here already. And uh, let's talk about it on Facebook because I could, I could give you tips all all day and i love doing it so uh, i got a friend that i'm gonna start helping plan a trip here pretty quick and um, i can't wait to give him all my tips and i'd love to tell you guys all my tips so come on out to facebook and and you know let's talk about all those tips definitely uh but
1: that's all we got for you tonight we hope you enjoyed the episode but we'll see you next time on miles from main street Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please rate us on iTunes and subscribe. Email us at milesfrommainstreetpodcast at gmail.com with any thoughts and visit us on Facebook under Miles From Main Street. We'll be bringing more to you weekly and look forward to talking
0: to you then. Until next week, remember, some live close, but most of us don't. So let's talk about it.